Here. Ms. McQuillan. Here. Ms. Austin. Here. Mr. Halgens. Here. Mr. Thomas. Here. Mr. Fraley. Here. Thank you, Lenny. Uh, we'll proceed into um, item number one on our agenda, city design review items. All right. What we'll do just before that, we have a request to continue four items. Okay. Those items are as follows. Regular item number one, the monument companies to grant development waivers for a Granby development, um, yeah, Granby development certificate to permit a substantial renovation of an existing structure located at 200 East 22nd Street. Regular item number two, City Planning Commission for a text amendment to section table 11-31A, uh, PCO 35th Street table 11-31A, table of land uses of the zoning ordinance to permit funeral homes as a land use permitted by special exception within the 35th Street pedestrian commercial overlay. Regular item number seven, Wells Fargo, for a special exception to operate a commercial drive through at 4231 East Little Creek Road. And regular item number 15, the parlor, for a special exception to operate an entertainment establishment with alcoholic beverages at 804 Granby Street, Suite 806. And the uh, motion before you is to continue these items till a public hearing to be held on Thursday, April 28th, 2016 at 2.30 p.m. in the City Council Chambers, 11th Floor City Hall Building, Norfolk, Virginia. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Alchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Thank you, Lenny. All right. We will now move to the agenda and start with um, item one, city design review items. Uh, Front Street Flats for a substantial renovation for the conversion of an existing warehouse to 57 uh, multifamily dwelling units at 519 Front Street. There are three applications with this. The first one is an encroachment. The second one is a downtown development certificate waiver for building placement. And the third is a downtown development certificate waiver for off-street parking. Matthew Simon. All right. Um, well, this is coming from the Architecture Review Board. Uh, like Lenny said, a few items, the encroachment um, and two development certificate waivers from the downtown development uh, certificate requirements. And th this project is um, it's located at 519 Front Street and uh, also known as the Front Street Flats. That's what it's been called. Um, it's for a substantial renovation of this uh, warehouse <coughs> to multifamily units, um, which does necessitate the request. The site's located on the corner of Front Street and Radar, Radar Street um, in the Fort Norfolk area. And uh, the building is a 1916 warehouse uh, proposed to be converted into multifamily. And uh, here's a bird's eye view for context of the location of this building. Um, I'll go ahead through the different elevations that are provided. This is the existing um, north and east elevation. And then the east elevation on Raider Street, the west, and this is the south facing the river. And here are the proposed elevations. The main changes you see here are the changes um, adding in the windows. That's the south facing the river, and then the east, west. And I'll go through the different development standards um, and I'll focus in on what they're actually requesting. 
and uh, the standards that they're having to comply with, the fenestration requirements was the transparency requirements the proposal complies with. There is a maximum lot coverage requirement, which this proposal um, complies with, and open space requirement um, they're fine with, for area ratio they're fine with. Um, the actual development standards that they need waivers from are the building placement uh, standard, which the building currently encroaches um, a foot and a half to two feet into the front street right of way. Uh, so short of actually taking down several feet of the facade of the building, uh, the waivers needed in order to renovate this building and staff recommends approval of that uh, in order to not jeopardize the historic integrity. And uh, also there is a waiver requested for off-street parking and loading. In the D5 district, we actually have a requirement for two spaces per dwelling unit, um, which is one of the most stringent requirements that we have throughout the city. And um, for adaptive reuse projects, we generally allow one space per dwelling unit, but this, this is one district that we haven't gotten around to fixing yet. So that's why they need the waiver for that. Um, also, one of the things that has been talked about is the need to get some sort of uh, public access along the river. So as you guys know, through a couple different meetings we've already had on this, um, we worked with the applicant to produce a, f a few conditions for the development standard waivers that we think are appropriate. Um, the, the first is that the site shall be designed generally in accordance with the conceptual site plan, which is attached to the ordinance. And then also, the applicant is prepared to uh, install a walkway. They're going to start with foundation piers, which are, make up the majority of the expense and actual um, uh, disturbance um, while they're doing the, the major construction. They'll install those piers for the walkway. And then um, because this is a, a, a historic tax credit project and they've already gone through several rounds of submittals with DHR, uh, they're asking for a 24-month um, time frame to actually finish out that walkway. And um, you guys remember from your mid-month meeting, that was something that um, we vetted uh, through several meetings and we feel like <coughs> staff is comfortable with and we think you guys are as well. And here is the actual exhibit showing the location of the foundation piers that will be installed right here along the southern portion. And here's a section showing the piers. And this is the site plan showing the, um, the building in relation to the parking. And then eventually, um, with a potential phase two, uh, w the surface parking would be going away and a new development certificate would need to be obtained for eventually a phase two. So that's what's shown here in the depiction. So with that, um, staff does recommend approval of the different um, waivers, including the encroachment onto Front Street uh, with the conditions that are attached that I've explained in the ordinance. We do have a letter of, of no opposition from the um, Downtown Norfolk Civic League also. Are there any questions on this project? A letter of no opposition yes. or a letter of endorsement? It, I think it says no opposition. That's why I wanted to be careful. I think the outcome is the same, but <laughs> yes. I just wanted to be clear. Yes, it says that um, there's no reason for the DNCL to object to this project. Thanks, Matt. Mm -hmm. any, any questions of Mr. Simon, commissioners? All right. Thanks, Matt. Uh, here to speak in favor of this application is the applicant, James Reedy. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You're here to answer questions if we have any. Yeah, if, if you But if you want to make any comments, you can at this time. 
Well, I think, I think, sorry about this. I think Matt's covered most of the main points and, uh, Give us a name and mail. James Reedy, I'm the uh, applicant developer for 519 Front. Thank you. Go right ahead. Uh, I believe Matt's covered most of the uh, issues and the uh, waiver requests that are before you today. Uh, the last time we were before Planning Commission, uh, since that time we've worked with city staff to come up with what we think is uh, a great uh, proposal. Uh, with the, a walk, a connecting walkway that would actually uh, bring people towards the the B. Arthur uh, dog park that is across the street, uh, and sort of have a more cohesive plan for uh, public access to the waterfront. So, uh, you know, we felt like this was a, a, a good compromise uh, that that didn't didn't sort of. Uh, raise the budget by too much. If you all have any questions for me, I'm happy to, to answer, or if not, I can take a seat. Let's do the latter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Reedy. Any comment, commissioners? I, I, I will say um, that there is no opposition at this point to this particular application. Lenny? And it was forwarded to you with a um, a positive recommendation from the Architectural Review Board. The motion is to recommend that the development certificate uh, and the encroachments be approved with the requested waivers uh, subject to conditions that were noted at the public hearing. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? I'd, I'd like to thank Mr. Reedy for, for the compromise and, and as well as recognize Matt Simons for working so hard for, for finding that compromise. You guys did a great job, so I vote aye. Thank you. Uh, Ms. McClellan? Um, yes, I'm, uh, thank you very much for providing the public access. That was a, an issue that we all were concerned about. I really appreciate that. I think this is going to be a, a really neat project and a great opportunity to continue to support what's going on in Fort Norfolk. So, yes, I. Ms. Austin. Uh, I, and I, too, want to add my note of congratulations to staff and to uh, Mr. Reedy for their cooperation in making this project what it is. Mr. Halgens. Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. And Mr. Fraley? For all the reasons you've already heard, I too vote aye. Good luck right. with that. Thank you very much. We're going to move to the continued agenda from uh, last month. This is NSJ Foundation for a special exception to operate a used merchandise sales establishment at 953 North Newtown Road. Thank you, Lenny. Um, there is no opposition to this particular application, but here to speak in favor of it is Mr. Ford Mason. Good afternoon. My name is Ford Mason. I live at, reside at 6612 Stony Point North, North Fork, Virginia, 23502. I'm also the president of the Newtown South Civic League. When this project was brought to us, uh, it was a surprise, and the house didn't look that good, so we said no. After visiting with Dr. Gill, and uh, he, he assured us that this would not be a typical junk store. Therefore, we changed our vote, and we say we'll give him a shot. Thank you. Thank you. Board, I appreciate it. Um, 
Also here in favor of this application does not wish to speak, Dr. Aaron Gill. If you have something compelling you want to tell us, we'll certainly listen, sir. Members of the commission, uh, not compelling. I um, name and mail and address, please. I'm, I'm Reverend Dr. Oren Gill. I'm the pastor of New St. John Amy Church. Uh, the church that's um, the, the foundation is a part of this this, this congregation. And um, I, I just want to thank the um, the, the, the Newtown South uh, Civic League for uh, taking the time to meet with me and to. Uh, see and, and understand what we're trying to do and uh, I, I, I want to thank them for their uh, support for this project and to the Commission for uh, you allowing us to bring it to you. Thank you sir, we appreciate it. Thank you. Any questions, comment commissioners? Lenny? The uh, motions recommend that the special exception be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Certainly admire the work you all have done in the interim. I vote aye. Thank you, sir. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchew? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? I like the way folks work together. It Thanks, really sir. makes our job easy. Thank you, sir. Uh, and I vote aye. Good luck with that. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Commissioner. We're now going to move to item number three from the regular agenda. This is the main hotel conference center for a special exception to permit alternative signage on property located at 100 and 120 East Main Street. Uh, we have no opposition to this application, Lenny, and no one who wishes to speak, but let me acknowledge those folks who are here in favor of it. Um, Daniel Mitchell, Kotai Schmnell, and Joseph Thomas. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're ahead of ourselves. We're ahead of ourselves. I'd like to speak on this one. <laughs> We're ahead of ourselves. My apologies. There's no opposition. <laughs> the, uh, the motion is to recommend that the special exception be uh, granted subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye, and have we, I'm sorry, have we shown what that signage looks like just for the purposes of the public who might be watching? Matthew's pulling it up for us now. Okay, thank you. I vote yes. Okay, Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Hodges? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council as well. Thank you. All right. Next item four. We'll Next item number four is artisan body piercing for a special exception to operate a tattoo parlor at 5720 Hoggard Road, Suite B. Thank you, Lenny. And there is no opposition. I'm going to call these people's name one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Mitchell. Uh, Katie Schemmel, thank you. That's why I called it the second time, and I got this right, Joseph Schemmel. Plenty. All right, the uh, motion is to recommend that the special exception be 
approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Houchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck with that. All right. We now go to item number five, um, which is Christie's Daycare for a special exception to operate a daycare home at 414 33rd Street. And we note that there is no opposition to this application as well. Uh, here to speak in favor of the application is Tyrone Upshire. Come on up, sir. Hello, everyone. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm truly in favor of the my neighbors having that. They are ideal citizens. Mr. Upshur? Yes, my name is Tyrone Upshur, P.O. Box 1374, North of Virginia. I apologize, sir. All right. Just excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm truly in favor of it. They've been great neighbors over the period of five years or so. So they ideal citizen. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Uh, also here to ask a question uh, is Christian Desire. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Lenny? The motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Houchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that. All right. Now we have a another application in the general vicinity for uh, daycare. This is number six, Marcella Cheekley, uh, home care for a special exception to operate a daycare home at 533 34th Street. And the chair would note that there is no opposition, and we do want to acknowledge a Marcel Cheekley. She had to answer any questions. Any questions, commissioners? All right, the motion to recommend the special exception be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. And Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Thank you and good luck. All right. We're going to move to item number eight by Reg Mahoney for a special exception to operate a commercial drive through at 7813 Shore Drive. Thank you, Lenny. The chair acknowledges no opposition to this application, and we want to acknowledge a representative of the applicant, Melissa Powers. Thank you, Ms. Powers. No opposition, Lenny. All right. The motions recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Alchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. All right. Item number nine is Dunkin' Donuts for a special exception to operate a commercial drive through at 8410 Hampton Boulevard. Sir? Um, so the application before you is to request a special exception for a commercial drive-through for Dunkin' Donuts at 8410 Hampton Boulevard, uh, several blocks south of the Naval Base, southeast corner of Rogers Avenue and Hampton Boulevard. 
Um, it's currently developed with a mix of commercial uses, um, residential to the east and commercial to the south along Hampton Boulevard. Um, the site is also zoned C2, um, which permits commercial drive-throughs by special exception. Um, you can see here the site plan submitted with the application. Um, staff is recommending approval of this special exception subject to the condition that um, the site access from Hampson Boulevard be removed. Sarah, mm -hmm. thank you. Any questions of Sarah, commissioners? Thank you. Uh, Chair would like to acknowledge the applicant or the property owner, Mr. Robert Kellum. Good afternoon. My name is Robert Kellum. I'm the engineer for the project. Uh, the address of my business is 500 Central Drive, Suite 113. We have read and understand the conditions of the uh, uh, approval of this plan with one exception, the very first one. We have been working with staff, traffic, and every, everybody prior to buying the site to work with them to have an entrance on North, obviously is on Hampton Boulevard. And the site, as you can see, really doesn't function without that. I would like to have the removal of item A and a motion to uh, approve this application because this is the site plan that corporate has approved for Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, People do not want to get out of their cars anymore <laughs> to, to come up to, to buy. This is why we purposely shrank the size of this building working with staff, and I want to thank staff for working diligently. We've had some challenges with this one. This is a small site, and we, this is not the first one that they have seen. I, I went to the traffic meeting four times to make certain that we could get this entrance. And this item just now has come up with the special exception. Not if exactly. answer any questions. Excuse me, Mr. Kellum. It is not just now, is uh, it? Actually, uh, okay. It came up in. It, you and I met and discussed about. Well, this. that's that's true. After this application, it came up. All right, thank you. It didn't come up this afternoon. No, it, I, I didn't mean to mislead anybody. <laughs> in fact, we we came to the meeting that y'all had to discuss it, thinking that we would have the information available to come back and answer the questions you might have that, but but we would we need that item removed thank you mr kellum commission is there any questions of mr kellum i have a question mr chair yes ma'am uh, mr kellum you said that this um is there a, an entrance on hampton boulevard currently to this no there's not and and you said that the, the but there is access on rogers avenue if uh if the the drive-through wouldn't work if the access was on Rogers Avenue. Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, uh, I'm just didn't mean to interrupt. Oh. It makes too much of a mixing bowl. A large amount of our traffic entering the site, we believe, is going to come off going to the base, come onto our site through that entrance, mm -hmm. brings the people into the queuing line very smoothly. Also, exiting, you you now have removed half the people entering from that one entrance. Hmm. The, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, like any, let's say, 
specific food group, either to breakfast or to lunch, has a very defined window that the major sales come through. And these are people picking up donuts to go to work. So, so this, this is why we really need this. And this is why corporate only approved this site after I took it to traffic. And this site plan was approved by them. I'm, I'm familiar with your uh, property on Hampton Boulevard, um, further south, I guess mm -hmm. that would be. Uh, and it, there's not an access point on Hampton Boulevard there. Um, and it seems to work, so. This, this one is a much tighter site. You know, uh, the, the problem is people today have cars. <laughs> and that, that is the, the critical thing. I would like to see if this uh, body could remove that one item. But the rest of the items we have no problem with. Could you walk us through the site? Uh, when you talk about walk us, could take us, take us around because cars enter. Um, okay. Car, cars heading toward the base, which would be heading north on Hampton Boulevard, would enter, hopefully, at that turn off right there. Would then come around to the queuing area. The queuing area. I don't have a pointer, but the queuing area actually starts where the order board is, which is right about the back of the building. Then you order, then you come up to the, the, the pickup window. There you go, thank you. <laughs> and then the pickup window is there. Now, the pickup window moved back further away from the access, pedestrian access, because we didn't want any conflicts there with people not seeing or trying to start off. People are very inattentive when they get behind the wheel of a car, and you gotta be aware of that. So there's a separation there between the front of the car and the crosswalk for safety. Then leaving the site, you would go around and exit. Uh, uh, and, and that's the movement. It's really a problem if we have 100% of our traffic coming in that, because there's a mixing bowl right there at that entrance. There's a crossing. People leaving and people trying to get in the line would oppose each other. Is your front door at the facing Hampton facing Boulevard? Hampton, yes. So you've established a pedestrian crosswalk right at this entrance you're referring to? Uh -huh. Yes, where, and the where people, people would be leaving that. Right, yes. and the people exiting through the drive-through are crossing over that crosswalk and crossing in front of this traffic flow coming from Hampton Boulevard. Again, this, this is a much smaller building than what we're used to. Uh, in fact, we had 12 parking spaces. Three of those were going to be for um, um, people working there. This type of facility is not for people walking, but we had to have a handicapped spot and a walkway for the people wanting to come in and pick up at the, at the desk. So that we get it clearly on the record, the concern we have is you have three movements yes. all at the same location. There, the, the movement you're talking about, the pedestrians crossing across in front of the vehicles, we purposely moved the vehicles back further so they're not taking their material from the window and starting off. Hopefully they, they will turn and reactivate themselves. But nonetheless, they are crossing. They are crossing. Okay. And, and you have entering traffic that would be crossing that is not that doesn't have that impediment, so to speak, with starting off right away. So 
if a pedestrian is there, they've got to really watch out. Well, no, there. because the pedestrian is on the, let's say, building side of the entrance. They, when they cross the sidewalk in the public right away, yes, that, that, that would be the only pedestrian movement right there. But they're and going towards park cars. What that I'm they saying have. is, oh. They're going towards parked cars, or are they not? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. They're going towards parked, they're parked cars. Right. And they are in, they are, that, that walkway, which I understand is a painted walkway. Yes. Is uh, being crossed both by traffic coming around to get their order and then people coming in from Hampton Boulevard. No, ma'am. Mm -hmm. This this is one way entering only. <laughs> no, he's oh, mine. I can't do. He's got you. It, it would be only entering uh, the, the the persons coming off of Hampton Boulevard would not be crossing that crosswalk. No, the, the person walking in will get run over by the person leaving with the donut. Yes. Hopefully they have stopped. It's not a drive-by donut, donut <laughs> shop, but uh, they, they would be stopped. They, they would be uh, having to cross the crosswalk. Uh, what's your concern uh, with the one entryway off of Rogers? I'm going to try this one more time. Okay. <laughs> and forgive me for making you go back through it. I'll start paying attention in the future. Right here. Help me out. <laughs> uh, we don't have a laser pointer. Yeah. The error coming, I'm not going to touch your computer. <laughs> uh, I'm, would cross across people trying to leave that have already picked up their um, uh, donuts and are leaving the site. That is where the mixing bowl occurs with 100% of the traffic if we only have that one entrance. We are removing 50%, in fact, the largest majority of the traffic with this entrance. And for safety, I would like to see it allowed. So you're protecting the vehicles, but not the pedestrians that might be subject to be actually, hit actually, by the vehicles. If, that, if that wasn't there, you would still have the same movement going across the crosswalk. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and uh, Mr. Newcomb's right, we discussed that. We're not removing that possible point of pedestrian traffic conflict. But what we are removing is the possibility of people not getting in the queue, coming in, and actually having a conflict because they're inattentive at that point. And that's 100% of my traffic now. Well, your queue is going to, your queue, once you enter the property, your queue is two things. It's people lining up to go through the drive-through and people trying to get off the property. That's true. So you you have a potential of backing this thing up almost into the street. What what we're looking at here when you talk about the queue, I'm talking about there's two queues. There's the queue of the person ordering that takes time, and then the person picking up that also takes time. The person leaving. It is a standard, let's say, traffic movement there to leave the site. What I'm trying not to do is to have 100% of my traffic come in that only entrance. I can, I can justify people waiting on site to leave the site, but I don't want to have people waiting in the public street to get on the site. And that's what I'm, I'm concerned about as an engineer. But 
Excuse me. Doesn't <clears throat> it potentially exist that you're going to have vehicles on Hampton Boulevard anyway? If you have that entrance? If we have that entrance, there is no obstruction for cars coming in until they get to the first available parking space or into the queue. Well, but the obstruction the is, is coming out of the drive through aisle. Yeah. That's people. right there at the front property line. Okay. People, I'm, come, I'm, people that would be stationary getting their uh, material back would be staying stationary. And, and we're going to have a yield sign right there at that thing that, that they are not to make a left turn out. They are come all the way around and leave by the other end. Uh, there, there's an example with the uh, uh, McDonald's on uh, Hampton Boulevard and 41st Street. Yeah. Across where, from the Dunkin' Donuts. Across from the Dunkin' Donuts. Where, <laughs> where there are a few the of them around. The entrance is on 41st Street, and there's an exit only. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Or is there an entrance there as well? Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought I thought there was just an exit. Sadly, I know that McDonald's drive-through. Um, can I ask a question? Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Uh, would it be possible to have an entrance only and exit only on Rogers? I don't know if you. I don't know if planning was against that. I apologize, Lenny. Um, but where the we, where the current Rogers Avenue entrance egress and ingress is, could that just be made an um, an exit only? In, no entrance only, and then the exit only would be further towards Hampton Boulevard. Then you wouldn't have your mixing bowl. The pro the problem is you get too close to the light. We we actually, like I said, this wasn't our first rendition we took before traffic. It was the one that they passed. Exactly. We actually had one that went all the way around the building, and it just it worked, but you almost needed the road maps to get to the drive-in window. And we also did one where the building was up closer to the street. This had a blind exit right at, and it safety-wise, we really didn't like that. I believe we did bring that one before traffic. Okay. But no less than four renditions were done before we got to the site plan submittal process. Okay, Mr. Houchins. So, so you've taken this site plan before traffic and they did not have a problem with it? Yes, this was the final one that they said yes, proceed with site plan. And, and keep in mind, they were viewing the the street functionality. They were not analyzing the on-site condition. Mm -hmm. They're worried about Hampton Boulevard and Rogers and the light. That is Traffic's true. domain. Mm -hmm. I, I understand. I'm just kind of curious on what yeah, I see just as much of a bottleneck with the one ingress egress as mm -hmm. potentially with the is, is it actually that, however? Isn't the Rogers Avenue side an entrance and an exit? It's, it's both an entrance and an exit, yes, because people heading south on Hampton Boulevard could turn at the light and enter the site this way. I think, I think what Ms. Howell is referring to is when you're coming in to the, to the site and you're queuing up for the, the teller box to order, yeah. there's three or four cars maybe that can fit between the entrance and that teller box. If you have three or, more than three or four cars, then you're blocking the exit to go back out again. Right, you can't, you can't get out. Mm -hmm. That, that, that makes that a, a difficult situation as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Any further comment, questions, commissioners? Yes, sir. Go ahead. I, I had an opportunity to speak with the Civic League president for that area, and she had a couple of concerns I'd like to ask about. Yes, please. There's, uh, I know right behind the property there's the 20-foot alley, yeah. and then directly behind that there's residential. What type of plantings do you have planned between the um, drive-in lane there and the alley to kind of block headlights from shining on the residential back there all the time? Okay, this is one of the things that came up in review. There is a hedgerow, not only of shrubs, which would be short for the headlight, but also a visual of three trees right, right there. I mean, we're, we have worked with staff on that. Great, great. Um, and then the second question, this hasn't been addressed yet, but you do have an entrance onto that alley, too, so it's more access there than just Rogers. That alley, I believe, measures only 20 feet. Mm. And to to route public use to this degree, we did look at that in one of our renditions, and it was concerns, and I think it was rightfully concerns from, from staff on do we want to use that. We will only be using that for, uh, let's say, employee exiting, and also the uh, pickup of uh, materials, trash. Gotcha. It will be used for that way. It's more of a, a, a service road type of roadway there. Um, the entrance and exit on uh, Rogers Avenue, uh, the uh, arrow uh, on the side that you're entering is meant for people to come in and park at the parking, come in and park. They're, they're, they, they're going to enter the building on foot. No, they can either enter the queuing line or that alley, I mean, that um, drive aisle is wide enough to be two-way traffic for that first thing to get, get a parking space if they wanted to. Um, Mr. Cullum, you indicated that the site plan as presented here has been endorsed by Duncan's corporate representatives. Is that correct? Uh, were they aware of any concerns that we may have had with regard to the entrance off Hampton Boulevard? And had they really considered anything, uh, uh, any situation that would have precluded an entry off of Hampton Boulevard? Um, since that question, not having an entrance, did not come up. We have not gone back to corporate to see if they would approve this. The reason why we have not, because that's like saying, okay, we're going to have to change the site significantly if we don't have that entrance. Mm -hmm. And it has to go back to corporate. Um, I, I didn't go back to them based on the possibility of not having that entrance. Okay. Okay, thank you. Any other questions, uh, Mr. Kellum, commissioners? I don't know. I, I remain somewhat confused. Okay. Um, that's all I have to say. Is there any question that maybe I didn't answer well that you would like me to expand on? Um, I, I just, I just, uh, uh, the, the uh, entering the site and negotiating around it and whatnot, I, I, uh, I just am somewhat confused about it. That's... Mm. Thank you, sir. Any other comment? Commissioners? Question? Lenny? Well, the motion before you 
you've heard it presented by staff contains a recommendation I'm sorry it contains a condition that requires the Hampton Boulevard entrance to be removed so that motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report and presented today at the hearing Dr. Newman well, I mean I I'll just say that the more I look at at the plan the more concern I have with the traffic flow on the site with cars leaving the the building and the drive-through almost having an acceleration period before they hit pedestrians crossing the crosswalk the need for cars to slow down along Hampton Boulevard potentially to even turn in with other cars coming 45 miles an hour behind them um, the worry about cars coming off Hampton needing to mix into the queue coming off of Rogers as well blocking the blocking the parking access, barking, uh, blocking the access off of the property. Um, there's a lot of concerns with me just on this site. And I don't have the, the feel of safety here. I also know the site on Hampton very well, and I know that that doesn't have access off Hampton, and I know it, it, it works fairly well. I'm still a bit scared crossing that, that pedestrian walkway uh, through the drive-through lanes. Um, but I'm going to um, I'm going to vote to support the plan as presented, which will which will account for the removal of that access from Hampton Boulevard. I vote aye. Mr. Hales, I, I agree with Dr. Newman. Um, first and foremost, the the North Hampton Boulevard entrance is just inherently dangerous. Um, I understand that there's a mixing bowl problem there coming into Riders Avenue, so uh, really the site needs to be revisited altogether to, to make it right. Uh, but with the plan we have presented to us, I, I support planning's recommendation uh, to close it, uh, the Hampton exit, so I vote aye. Ms. McQuillan. I, so can we, it, the miscellaneous street, is that, can't be utilized for any entrance or exit? Is that correct? The alley in the back. Right. Alley. Alleyway cannot be used. Um, no, it can be used. You can drive it. There's no restrictions on it. It's a public alley. As Mr. Uh, Kellum introduced it. It's a 20-foot wide alley. If you look at the photograph right. that's in your staff report, mm -hmm. you'll see the that it, what it does. It runs all the way along mm -hmm. uh, parallel to Hampton Boulevard, providing what is more service access to the back of the commercial properties that are facing Hampton, and it separates that commercial development from the residential properties that form along Beechwood. Rogers and all the other streets in here uh, they've shown an access to it so and, and I was looking at this it appears to me that I believe I may be wrong but there's a light down at Beechwood Beechwood and Hampton Lenny yeah yeah it looks like it might have a light so anyone who wants to go after they get their donuts and go south uh, is going to have more trouble doing it at Rogers than they might do if they came down the alley and came out Beechwood um, but to, uh, in terms of voting on the, the, the question at hand, I vote yes with the staff recommendations. Okay. Um, Ms. Austin? Uh, I vote yes with staff recommendations uh, because I have to be convinced that this particular plan works as without, without their recommendation. Uh, Mr. Halchins? Yeah, I'm not convinced that this is the best design for this site, um, but, you know, just, I guess not to 
hold up what the applicant wants to accomplish there. Um, I, I vote aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? I, um, I, I just think we can do something better here to mitigate the potential um, unsafe condition at the Hampton Boulevard entry. Seems to me we might be able to utilize something in, uh, uh, for ingress and egress with the public alley. Um, just, just not comfortable with uh, what I'm seeing here in terms of how this site works as it's currently designed. I vote aye. All right. We will now turn to item number 10, Noodles and Company, for a special exception, operating the eating and drinking establishment at, at 10,081 North Military Highway. And Lenny, we have no opposition to this application. Here to answer questions, if there are any. Uh, Steve Stratell. Thank you, sir. No opposition, Lenny. The motion to recommend that the staff, uh, special exception be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman. Aye. Mr. Hales. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Yes. Ms. Austin. Yes. Mr. Alchins. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Yes. Mr. Fraley. Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. All right. We'll now turn to item number 11, California Burrito, for a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment at 319 Granby Street, Suite 319. Chris? Good afternoon. <clears throat> this is a application from California Burrito to operate a uh, eating and drinking establishment at 319 Granby Street, which is on the west side of Granby, um, in an area of mix of commercial and residential uses. To go over some of the uh, requested hours, um, the previous, uh, this, this location was actually previously approved as uh, for 319 Bacon last year, and the hours you see on the left column are uh, what was approved for that establishment. Um, and so, the proposal is uh, for California Burrito is for 11 a.m. to 4 a.m., or excuse me, to 2 a.m., uh, seven days a week, and 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. also for the alcohol, seven days a week. The uh, original application had 11 to 4 a.m. for the operation hours, um, and then since then, the uh, applicant has agreed to have his operation match his hours for alcohol, so 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., seven days a week. Uh, the seating, 26 seats indoors, and then 30 total capacity. We did receive a uh, letter of, or an email of no opposition from the Civic League at the beginning of the process. So um, other than that, um, staff recommends approval for the uh, proposed hours from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., operation and alcohol. Thank you, Chris. Any questions on Mr. Whitney, uh, commissioners? Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Uh, the chair acknowledges uh, Miguel Roldan. The applicant is here. Thank you, sir. And we have no opposition, Lenny. All right. The uh, motion to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman. Good luck. I vote aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Houchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. And Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck. We'll make that recommendation to council. Thank you. 
Next application is FMC Garden Cafe for a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment at 5511 Ferris Street. And we note that there is no opposition. We do have the applicant here, Brandon Morrison. Thank you, sir. Lenny, there is no opposition to this application. The uh, motion to recommend that the uh, special exception be approved subject to the condition contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Houchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. We are now going to move to 13. This is Tinto Wine and Cheese, etc. For a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment at 999 Waterside Drive, Suite 113. Thanks, Lenny. Uh, Chair acknowledges that there is no opposition. Uh, we do want to acknowledge the presence of the applicant, Crystal Stump. Did I get that right, ma'am? Okay. Uh, there is no opposition to your application, Lenny. All right. The uh, motion is to recommend that special exception be approved subject to the, to the conditions contained in the staff report. That, Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halgens? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that. We'll make that recommendation to council. All right. Next application is the Dirty Buffalo. For the following applications at 4012 Collie Avenue, A is a special exception to operate an eating and drinking establishment, and B is a special exception to operate a recreation center commercial. Thank you, Lenny. We acknowledge uh, the presence of uh, representatives or the applicants, Stephanie and Russell Gilbert. Thank you. Uh, and there is no opposition, Lenny. All right. The motion is to recommend that the special exceptions be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Halchins? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. All right. We will now move to item number 16, the Granby Social Club for a special exception. Operate an entertainment establishment with alcoholic beverages at 765 Granby Street. Thank you, Lenny. We, uh, there is no opposition. We do want to acknowledge the applicant is here, Landon Anderson, and also Naomi. Help me, Naomi. Almeida. Thank you. Uh, there is no opposition, Lenny. All right. The motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions Contained in the staff report, Dr. Newman. Aye. Mr. Hales. Aye. Ms. McQuillan. Yes. Ms. Austin. Yes. Mr. Halchins. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Yes. And Mr. Fraley. Aye. Uh, we'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. That's all we got. We would uh, also, before we adjourn, Acknowledge that uh, one of our staff members is celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> Matthew Simons, congratulations, Matt, and many happy returns to you. 